Hey guys, you are tuned in to Lit Talk with yours truly, Keita G. And today I have a bonus business episode and we're going to be chopping it up with tax preparer Shane Harris. And she's going to give us some insight on how we can maximize on our tax returns. So tune on in guys, you don't want to miss this. Hello. Shane, thank you so much. Hello, hello, thank you. How are you tonight? I am I am doing well. I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> busy but well. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a busy time of the year, especially with everything going on with oh, yeah. the taxes and stimulus payments and all these different changes that are being made every single day. I can't imagine what it must be like for you tax preparers and, you know, you business owners and things like that. So I can't wait to get into my questions for you because I think my listeners would really, really love what you have to tell them tonight. So before we get started, I just want to introduce my listeners to you a little more thoroughly. Can you please tell us who is Shane Harris and what exactly does she do? And who does she do it for? Hello? Hello? Yes, I'm sorry you went out. Um, Okay, so I'm going to ask a question again. So, to all my listeners who um, don't know who you are, um, can you please tell them um, a little bit more about yourself um, your professional background, what you did before you were doing tax preparation, um, stuff like that. Okay. Um, well, uh, believe it or not, I am a nurse. I've been a nurse for well over 10 years. I think it's like 15 years or more, actually. And I um, decided that I didn't want to practice nursing anymore. And as of, I think it was April 2019, I just went on an extended leave of absence and just never returned. Um I've always had interest in um, tax and uh, accounting matters. Um, I just kind of went into nursing because that was like a family trait. So I started focusing heavily on accounting and taxes and then eventually created um, my firm where I started to focus on actually taxes and just ignore the the medical side of things. So that's how I end up creating Mm -hmm. initially starting off with, you know, Shane Harris LLC, which grew relatively rapid. So it's now Shane Harris and Associates. Mm, I love that. <laughs> so you that was a leap. That was a real big leap from um, nursing to finance, taxes, yes. and things like that. Yes, it definitely so, was. Do <laughs> you think it's more fulfilling to um, do taxes as opposed to being in a Well, I think I just have purposes I just served I've been serving my whole life and um, I just serve differently now initially started off as serving my country when I was in the military fresh out of high school like I graduated three weeks later I was in the military then once I you know got out the military I end up you know focusing on, on nursing I, I went in the military doing nursing and when
Hello? Hello? My phone falls asleep, then I um, lose the connection, so I can't let it go to sleep. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we can't. We cannot let our screen black out because it goes in and out, and then we lose each other. All right, I heard um, three weeks after the military, oh, yeah. um, you, I'm sorry, three weeks after you graduated high school, you go into the military and then? Yes, so I, was, I went into the military and I w- went into the military as a medic. And, you know, I served, you know, there for mm-hmm. about four years and then I got out and then I continued medical and I, you know, became a nurse. And um, I did that for many years, many different types of nursing from, you know, the newborns all the way up to the, the eldest person it was probably like 103. And I've done so many different areas of nursing, from home care for hospitals to ventilators and trachs, all kinds. And I love nursing. I really did. Mm. Um, but, you know, I kind of got to where I just felt like my life purpose was, I was it wasn't fulfilling. Like I'm doing all these things, but something was missing. And once I actually decided, it took a while because it was hard to just walk away from nursing. Like, you know, at this point I'm almost 40 Absolutely. and I'm talking about... You're out again. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's um, like That's almost okay. 40 and I'm deciding now to go into um, finance, even though I've always had an interest and I was kind of passively helping people over the years, but it was a scary leap. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I w- always wanted to work for myself and I wanted to help people in a different way. So I took the leap and I went for it. Um, and then now I'm serving people in this way. It's just I didn't find it was something missing all these years when I was serving and helping people in nursing and in the military. It was just something missing and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. When I started to do what I'm doing now, then I don't have that same feeling anymore. Something is missing. So I think this was probably my calling. However, I don't think when I was younger, I was prepared to be in the position I am now. I had to experience the things I've Mm -hmm. experienced so that I can be able to do what I do now and so well that I do it because I have a lot of experience doing different things, which helps me to help other people in their tax and accounting matters. Mm-hmm. I like, I love, you know, from time to time, I, when I have my guests on my show, they always, you know, the, every now and again, you'll get that that story about how, you know, they just felt like, what they were there was something bigger than what they were doing that they were meant to do yeah and so i just love someone is brave enough because it does take a lot for you to step away from something that you've known and you comes to you as second nature because I, i i'm pretty sure after a certain amount of time of being a nurse it's a second nature kind yeah. of thing yeah right yeah. so i i'd love to hear stories about people being brave <laughs> enough to say okay i'm gonna make that quick you know, because, you know, so many people stay in a position that they know they're not meant for. Exactly. And they're afraid because there's a certain security that comes with that. Exactly. So exactly. I really commend you guys. Yeah, I really commend you guys for being able to say, you know what? I'm going to take this leap of faith and I'm going to make it work. Yeah. And the best, the best moments, the best experiences come out of taking that chance you know um doing what you ultimately don't know is you're not sure is going to be you know 
you know so i really i really love that all right so let's get into this tax thing you know it's tax season my listeners know it's tax season uh some people dread tax season right and then some people love tax season so we're gonna get into the reasons why some people love them and some people hate it right so the first thing that I think is important when it comes to discussing taxes, whether it's for individuals, whether it's for um, businesses, but most importantly, this particular question is really for individuals um, because I know that um, I know that um, a lot of people, more people do. I, I, I want to say that more there's more individual taxes being done than uh, than anything else, um, and a lot of times people do their taxes they don't even know what's going on, <laughs> you know. So. My first question <laughs> is how important are exemptions, right? Are, are exemptions just important for individuals? Are exemptions important for both individuals and business? Exemptions are important for, for both. However, um, for individuals, if you are an, an employee, it's not very many exemptions that's out there for you. It's probably like eight. But as a business owner, it's over 400 exemptions and deductions that's out there. Um, either way, it's important to know what you're able, what you um, qualified for, and to know the basics. The basics. You don't even have to go into all this detailed on knowing how taxes work, but everyone should at least know the basics, so that when you are getting ready to do a return or um, you get your return back and you're looking at it, you know what those numbers mean when you're seeing it on on the on that sheet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now. What about dependents? How do we use those? How who qualifies and how are they used? Um, and how important are they? Well, um, you know, it has its pros and its cons. Um, it, it's important, of course, if you are supporting someone, you want to be compensated as much as you possibly can um, for doing so. Even though I'm, I'm not, you know, insinuating that you know people are doing taking care of someone else just so you can get it back later, but you know you can actually deduct some of um, those expenses. And, you know, with new laws that have, you know, come into effect as of 2018, it goes up until at least 2025. It may change after that, not sure, but the dependence doesn't necessarily have to only be your child or it doesn't have to be a child at all. It can be adults as well. Um, It can be relatives, it can be your siblings, cousin, it could be a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend. As long as you know they don't have the income, and of course you have to meet certain qualifications to um, claim these dependents, but you can definitely claim just about anyone if you are supporting them and they do live reside with you. Um, you can't just claim someone and they live in a different household than you have than you are. Mm, I get it. And retirement account, right? Mm-hmm. How important are retirement accounts when it comes to uh, you doing your tax return? Um, a time, retirement accounts, I mean, it's definitely um, good things to have. Now, lots of, if you have a, a W-2, you are an employee, most of the times employees have some type of retirement account because their employers have some type of 401k or something of the sort. So most individuals who are doing mm-hmm. individual taxes on their W-2s have some form of retirement account one way or the other. It's, it's rare that they, they do not. The one people who do not mm-hmm. usually have um, have that, it's business owners. 
a lot of times business owners, because, you know, we work for ourselves, a lot of business owners don't think they can qualify for retirement accounts and plans. They don't, they, they don't consider it at all, but that can be very beneficial to mm-hmm. you because it can definitely um, reduce your taxable amount and you don't pay as much taxes. Mm. So that's the biggest that benefit, is right? And, and minimizes how much absolutely. tax you Absolutely, because for, for um, employees, the usually it's usually taken out before they even get their paycheck so they don't see that money mm. at all now for business owners you see that money come into your your accounts and you you know you don't want to give it up but it's very strategic to go ahead and put it into your retirement account before the deadline for the year so that you can bring your taxable amount down now this was definitely it's always going to be beneficial to put into a retirement account because ultimately we're all going to get old some point in time we can't do our businesses forever. Mm-hmm. We won't live forever. So we need, you know, some type of, mm-hmm. you know, something for the future. But outside of that, let's just say you made a lot of money that year or, you know, a good enough amount and you didn't do some tax planning and, you know, you have to pay a lot of taxes back. It's a smart idea to then put as much as you can up to the amount that you can possibly put into the retirement account so that you can pretty much keep taxes and not have to pay as much or none at all. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, listeners, so y'all y'all see contributing to your 401k, having an IRA and things of that nature yep, is beneficial exactly. to you because it's it's um it's it's pre what is it? What do they call it? Um when it's uh, when it's pre-tax deducted before, <laughs> before taxes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. So that lowers the amount that you owe. <laughs> Ultimately that's what you want because that makes the return higher, right? Is that how it works? Repeat that again. I said ultimately it lowers how much you would owe in taxes, which will make your return a little bit higher. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. Is that how it works? Yeah, I'm so um not even make it higher, but let's say you know you were gonna owe, you were gonna owe like five thousand dollars, and you decided you know we mm-hmm. still have time to put you know eight thousand dollars into your retirement account. So you go ahead and you put that eight thousand dollars in. That eight thousand is subtracted from your net amount. So let's say your net amount was probably twenty thousand. You just took eight thousand off. So now you're not paying taxes on that full amount anymore. You're only paying taxes on twelve thousand. Mm. Okay. So that five thousand taxes ah. that you might have been paying, you probably end up going to pay two. And then, of course, you know you have some deductions Ooh. that you forgot about or you didn't know about. Slap those deductions on there, and now you're probably not paying any taxes at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. <laughs> so, one other question. So, when it comes to medical expenses, right? Mm-hmm. I know that most medical expenses are not deductible, but what kind of medical expenses are deductible for the individual? Um, I mean, if you're like um, purchasing like any type of, if you are paying for medical expenses and it's deduct, it's a deductible, like you have insurance or something of the sort and you have, you're paying deductibles. A lot of the time that's not, um, we can't write that off, but it's things outside of the insurance that you're paying for be like medications that you're paying for and believe it or not it's it's something that's deductible with med- um health insurance that people don't realize it did you know that um pregnancy tests can be deductible as a medical expense <laughs> it definitely can um, if you have fertility issues and you know you you're having to 
you know, do a, a lot of the fertility stuff is deductible. Obviously, that's medical expenses too. But you know, you have to take pregnancy tests mm-hmm. every two weeks or every four weeks or whatnot because you're you know trying to conceive, and that can be deductible. Now, you just can't just have like two thousand dollars of things like, oh, I'm going to put that to get a deductible. It has to be you know certain amounts, and it has limitations. So you're, it's based on you know your just mm-hmm. the gross income and whatnot, and then you can actually deduct. Um, those medical expenses. So if you have lots of medical issues and problems, then you definitely can benefit from that. If not, and it's just some random charges here and there, Mm -hmm. then not so much. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) I did not know that. I didn't know any of that. Yes. You know, because it kind of sucks, right? We all pay premiums. Um, but most of us can't claim those premium payments. And right, I think that right. to me would be so beneficial for the individual if we were able to do that. Well, yeah, you know, right. if we were able to claim our premium exactly. payments, that would that would just get us such a large return back because a lot of us spend a lot of money Absolutely. on medical uh Absolutely. Absolutely. So Absolutely. yeah. And I, I actually I did a video um, <laughs> a, a few months ago talking mm-hmm. about some of the medical expenses that are deductible and I talked I spoke about your animals that can also be deducted under your medical expense if you are you know you have some type of oh, really? yeah it's not just any animal um it's if you have some type of service animal or emotional support animal um and of course you can mm-hmm. prove that you have this animal by the documentation should you know, it ever gets presented, you need to provide that information. You can deduct taking care of them, the grooming, the food, the vet bills, which that can be very pricey. And um, you can deduct that as a medical expense. And a lot of people don't know that. And this is if you have this type of dog, either you have a mental health um, issue or you may have a physical issue. And, you know, you just need this animal for emotional support or service animal. And it doesn't happen to necessarily be a dog. It can be a cat. Wow. It can be a bird. You know, that's your emotional support animal. As long as you have a doctor, say, yes, my patient needs this bird because emotionally it helps this person to function in life. That can qualify. Mm. Wow. So, guys, you see that if you have service animals, if you, if you have um, animals that are uh, for emotional support, things of that nature, you can claim them. Yay. <laughs> That's a, that's a beautiful thing. Have the documentation. That is a beautiful that's thing. I that's say, the key. Have the documentation on hand. Would they be claimed like as a dependent? No, they're claimed under um, as or a medical like expense. A it goes under medical expense. Uh, um, yeah. Which uh, that can pretty much okay. add up. I mean, you, you buy oh. dog food and vet bills or, you know, cat food. I mean, that stuff adds up. <laughs> Shots that they have to yeah. get. And, and so you're saying yeah. individuals and so individuals can claim yes, this, right? Individuals can claim this um, as a medical expense. Absolutely can. And if you have a business that you need, uh, let's say a guard dog, those guard dogs can be deductible because it's a business expense. What? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Absolutely. Oh, so speaking of businesses, let's get, let's get into uh, the small businesses, <laughs> right? So. We, we we chatted a little bit about this, but I want my listeners to hear this because I think it's very important. So what makes tax, tax preparation for small business owners unique? 
tax preparation. You know, especially like uh, for what, mm-hmm, like for consultants and coaches, like you know, the conversation that we had. You know, these are not um, traditional businesses. Right. These are pretty unique businesses. Right. Well, what makes tax pre- preparation for people such as um, business consultants and coaches much different from someone who has a um, a boutique or something like that. Okay. Well, um, for consultants, um, generally, you know, you fall under service based. Um, you don't have a product potentially that you're selling, you know, your service. Uh, so a lot of expenses that you tend to forget about it's, um, small, you know, stuff, which can end up helping out big at the end of the year. Um, you forget things like if you go and visit a client, you may not track those miles, um, in terms of record keeping, a lot of um, consultants and a small, small business owners who have service-based business are not as meticulous with the records. A lot of times, you know, you're working by yourself and you have so many things that you're doing. Records is not the first thing that you're worrying about. You're worrying about growing your business and continuing to, you know, do what you need to do for your customers. One of the big things that mm-hmm. a lot of service-based um, businesses are, especially consultants, give discounts, you know, um, our prices, you know, we end up saying, okay, you know, the, the client comes in and you give a price of it's like $1,500 for your consulting services or whatever it is. And, you know, the client, you know, maybe having issues or you just decide you want to give a discount. So you give a discount, the bill is $1,500, you give a discount of $500. Uh, a lot of times you don't know that you can actually deduct to those discounts on your taxes. Now, it, it it's depending on how you do it. If you're invoicing, so pretty much you have to have mark this down as income and then give the discount. If you don't mark mm-hmm. it as income, then you that wouldn't apply. So if you're cash and you know, or basis or something, not so much, it works best with invoicing. So you put it on that invoice, that entire $1,500. And then you right below that, you put mm-hmm. discount by the percentage or you may put a dollar amount as the discount. And now it's marked as your income. Mm-hmm. It's in the books as income. So now you can deduct that 500 as um, marketing or advertisement, or you can just put it under some miscellaneous um, business expense. But you can definitely deduct those um, ex- those um, discounts that you're giving out. Because if sometimes at oh, the end that's of so the awesome year, you, yeah, know. you might have like 30,000 in discounts that you have given out. And then a lot of times you're like, oh my, you know, mm. I need to stop giving out so much discount because that's 30000 that I've lost out on. Well, not necessarily because now he could have deducted that as marketing and promotions. Mm. Yes, because I see that a lot. I shop online a lot. And many times you have people who um, they market the business and they have a code. Mm-hmm. So you enter that code and it gets deducted. So my listeners out here who have businesses, don't be afraid to give your um, your customers and your clients some discounts because you can claim yeah. it. Okay. Yes. I didn't Absolutely. know that. I never heard Absolutely. of it before. Now you can't just, um, wow. you know, <laughs> you can't just go ahead and just, normally your prices are not 1500 It's normally, you know, $200. And all of a sudden you're putting 1500 so you can put that in marketing. I mean, you can necessarily do something like that because that would end up coming back eventually because that is not your norm. So it has to be something that is your prices, not that you're marking it up just to put it as a discount, just so you can claim it later on. That that doesn't really work. 
Mm-hmm. I see. All right then. So how important are receipts for business owners? Because I know um I know a few business owners who have lots and lots of receipts. And I'm like, do you really need all of these receipts? Do you really, really need all these receipts? And why do they need all of their receipts? Or if they need all of them? Well, you know, all of them. We're in 2021 at this point, you know. Like after you've held on to a, mm-hmm. a receipt from Walmart for two days, it's faded, it's gone. So <laughs> it, you really can't see that anymore. So it's not really like, you know, back in the day when they had the receipts on the hangers, the wire hangers, like so that day is outdated now. Mm-hmm. So you have receipts, you can actually, there's so many right. apps that you can scan it into your phone or your mobile device and then you upload it into whatever accounting software that you're using or save it on your computer. You don't have to actually walk around with those paper receipts anymore. Now, um, Mm-hmm. Those receipts are definitely important because then when it's time for your um, deductions, you know exactly how much you spent in in what you know whatever you, your expenses are. You can kind of quickly pull up your record keeping and show all of those receipts to prove should you need to in a time if you ever got audited or something of the sort or you just forgot because believe it or not, you're not going to remember in April if you're filing your taxes what you purchased the year before you're not going to remember on this particular day mm. you're not going to remember that so you mm. miss out on a lot of deductions because you can't remember you'll see something in your credit card statement or your bank statement and it says $40 and it has some random name it's, Google doesn't even know so you don't claim that because you have no idea <laughs> what that $400 was for so you don't put it as anything but that $400 right. could have been something some advertising something or some promotion and you've missed out on that deduction Right. Mm. And what about people who work from home, right? How can they, how can they um, maximize the, on their return? Because that's a growing trend, and I know you're going to see a lot of that this year. You're going to see a lot of people who are based at home and they're running their own business. When it comes to working, uh, running a business from home, what is the most important thing? for business owners to remember when they're filing their taxes? Well, I mean, when working from home, you just have to remember, you know, your business is, is just as important, even more so sometimes than if you worked outside of the home. So a lot of times, you know, business owners that work from home tend to be a little more relaxed with their business in terms of how they're record keeping and where they're doing things. Because like, yeah, you know, I'm home, it's comfortable, but you still have to be strict with yourself on how you are being organized with everything. A lot of times, you know, you forget about the home office expenses. You're essentially working from home and you essentially have a place that you're doing your business. So put a pull out a closet somewhere or, you know, a small room that you can find and make that your home office. Um, essentially, home office it cannot be a shared space. So you can't have your living room essentially and say, OK, this is the home office because once you do two hours of work and then you sit on the couch and watch TV, it's not necessarily a home office. But if you get a room that you're not using anymore or something mm-hmm. of the sort, and you set that up as your home office, then you can actually claim um, deductions for that throughout the year. So it's two ways to claim those deductions. Sometimes, you know, you have no idea. You didn't keep track of anything. So there's a standard amount that's done towards the end of the year. If you have no idea, the most you can probably get is like a thousand dollars, which is better than nothing if you didn't have proof. Now, if you've been keeping track of everything, right. you can write a percentage off of your home. So let's say, for instance, 
you have like a 2000 square foot home and that small office is 200 square foot. So the percentage of that 200 compared to that thousand, you know, let's say it was a 20%, then you can deduct 20% of all of the utilities and things for that home and for your home office expense. So let's just say you paid rent and your rent is $1,000, well, 30% of that rent can be deducted off of from your business. The same thing for the, the electric bill, the, the, the light bill, I mean, the gas bill, everything. And you keep track of that throughout the year because then you can itemize those things and you can get more than that $1,000. So you may end up deducting $15,000, $20,000 because sometimes these mortgage and rent can be pretty high. Yeah, yep. I love this, guys. First of all, I love this because right now is the time if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you are looking to figure out how, what's the best way to maximize on your returns, this is the perfect time to get to know a, a fully knowledgeable tax preparer. Everyone is not a tax preparer, <laughs> okay? This is a legit tax preparer and she's here to help you. So this was a generalized interview, but if someone wanted something a bit more specific, more personal, and they wanted to come to you personally, how would they be able to reach out to you? Yeah, so um, I, I offer a free complimentary um, session on the first meeting. So like a 30 minute session. Sometimes it goes a little bit longer. Like I don't say after, oh, oh it's, it's 30 minutes and one second. So you guys gotta pay now. It doesn't work that way. We're on the session and it tends to go a little bit longer because you know, when I'm on the sessions, I give a lot of value. Like essentially I give lots of people so much information, their head hurts because I feel like people need to be educated about Aww. their tax matters. So I try to give you as much information as I possibly can as fast as I can get it out of my mouth because sometimes what's in my head, it wants to pour out of my mouth. So I'm like saying things relatively quickly. <laughs> so. Um, I have that complimentary mm-hmm. session mm-hmm. and you know, it's just like, it's not really like we're not going into 10 hours of your, your, your life story with taxes, but we definitely go over quite a few things. And if someone needs more in depth, of course, that's, um, a paid service for that to go deeper into other uh, things that you may necessarily need. And if everyone, anyone needs to reach me for any type of, um, tax matters or, um, bookkeeping matters or anything, consulting, um, for businesses really. It's, um, I can be reached at um, bit.ly, like B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash taxes with Shane, which is the T-A-X-E-S-W-S-H-A-N-E. So that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash T-A-X-E-S-W-S-H-A-N-E. All right. And how about your social media handle if they wanted to follow you? and get into some of these videos when she drops even more gems than she does here. How can he? I remember numbers, but all the other stuff I forget. But uh, if you ever want to reach me, and it's the easiest way to reach me really, and all the social media is just put in Shane Harris LLC or Shane Harris and Associates in Google, <laughs> and you can find all the sites that I pop up, I pop up on. However, my handle, it's the same as the, um, the handle for the appointment line. It's taxes with Shane, T-A-X-E-S. W-S-H-A-N-E and that's for Facebook, that's for LinkedIn and that's for IG. 
All right, guys. So you got some information here. I hope that it helps you guys. I hope you feel a little more confident about going to get your taxes done. If you need any questions answered, if you need a consultation, you heard her. She has some, I, I don't know, how did it, how do they, um, they would email you, right? Would they be able to email you um, if they wanted to personally contact you to get a yeah, session so, started? Um, that, how that, that link, how that work? the link that yeah. I just gave, that is the link to schedule appointments. So it's self-appointments. You just go to that website, bit.ly forward slash T-A-X-E-S-W-S-H-A-N-E. And you can choose the complimentary session there and choose whichever time that's open um, for that session. Um, you can always message my phone number and email. It's on all the social media platforms. I have a website, you know, as well. ShaneHarrisLLC.com is the website. So you can actually go and just click appointment there, or you can see the phone number and the emails there as well. Well, you heard it here, guys. Shane, thank you so very much for your interview tonight. I am, I'm so first of all I didn't even know some of the things that you um, <laughs> you shared with me today and I'm pretty sure there's a few of my listeners that probably didn't know either so it's always good to have um, some knowledgeable individuals like yourself to help navigate us through our financial endeavors because a lot of times we do our taxes exactly. blindly you know we short short ourselves more than we actually gain. So thank you so much for calling the show. Um, for those of you who want to contact her, again, that's bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash taxes, T-A-X-E-S-W, Shane. And you can go there. And if you need to talk to her personally, you just go there and you follow the, the links, the necessary link to get, uh, get into contact yeah. with us. In the meantime, thank you. Thank and, you. Um, guess what? Calling the you show. Know what? I, didn't, um, I forgot to mention. Um, yes. yes I'm, I'm still working today, but guess what today is? Today is my 43rd birthday. <laughs> oh my God. No. Oh, why did you say? Oh my gosh. I, you're right. And I just oh, read you did. Happy <laughs> birthday so on your I didn't get to follow up. You got so much day requests. Oh, someone. <laughs> Yes. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Happy birthday, thank darling. You so much. Don't be a stranger to the show because I know there's so much more that we can cover. But you know, we're yes. limited with the time. I know you're busy. I'm busy. Thanks but for having me. Please don't Thanks be a stranger me. to the show. Um thank you. Thank you for all the knowledge and the gems that you dropped in our basket because that's what we look for here at Lit Talk. We want you guys to drop jewels in our basket so to make our lives a little bit easier. So thank you for your time and make sure you have a beautiful Thank you birthday. so much. Thank okay. you. You have a good evening. <laughs> you too. Guys, thank you for tuning in. And until we meet again, my friends, bye-bye.